forever. Dog. This is Nicole's Gazing Night of Me. She's watched the show like a lot of times. Who is gonna be chief of surgery? Shana Rhymes wrote the show and it is really, really good. Hello, and welcome to the second to last episode of Nicole's Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> it's um, just me for these last two. Um, well, me and you. Uh, I'll probably say stuff for the next one about uh, how much I've liked doing this podcast and how much I appreciate everyone who listens. But for now, I will tell you that today's episode are clips that you submitted that are things that like you wish we had gotten to talk about on the podcast and we never did, which I mean, I don't know how many shows exist where you could do like 40 (laughs) podcast episodes about them where you do multiple uh, talk about all these scenes and you still wouldn't have really scratched the surface, but (sighs) That's great for you. Um, let's see. Okay. So I I had a document that had like stuff that I ended up cutting from certain episodes. And I was like, oh, if no one replies, I'll just go into that. But a lot of a lot of suggestions, a lot of really good ideas. I am going to say right off the top. I know that I never did an episode on this podcast about the musical episode. And please know that I, it was entirely subconscious that I resisted it. It was an instinct for self-preservation, a confirmation that I do really love and want to protect myself. I want to stay alive, that I uh, didn't ever really pursue it. But uh, I thought like maybe for this last one that I would like play a song from the musical episode. And I have to tell you that I pulled up a YouTube clip and I felt sick to my stomach and I X'd out of it. So just know that like I've absolutely done my best. And if you want to talk about a musical episode, you absolutely should start your own Grey's Anatomy podcast because it's honestly a lot of fun and I think that you'll like it. Um, it is a lot of work, <laughs> but I actually, I literally can't. I'm in a room with just me and my producer, Tracy, and like, we can't, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that to me. I can't do that to her. And least of all, I can't do it to you. That's right. Least of all, <laughs> most of all, I really can't do it to myself. So, okay. The first clip that uh, someone, well, someone said, I really think you should talk about the 350th episode, which I'm going to just say, you know, that was the last episode. (laughs) That was the most recent episode was the 350th. And in that episode, which I thought was very, very good, Meredith, who uh, her medical license is being challenged and there's a board of like a panel of people and um, and they are deciding it's like a hearing and there are doctors who are being questioned. It's like you kind of have witnesses for the prosecution and the defense, but it's mostly like 
just people from the hospital who are either mad at Meredith or not mad at Meredith. And depending on who's questioning them, like their bias jumps out. But one of the men on the panel was the like doctor who was out to dinner when Derek was supposed to, you know, see him um, and get like a a brain scan and stuff like that. And he's the doctor even more than Penny who like truly, truly killed Derek. And uh, Meredith is like, I can't be in the room with this person. I want to leave. And, um, and she's like, can I have another hearing? And her lawyer is like, you could, but it would like take months and that's even longer for your medical license to be up in the air. And so she's like, they're like, just suck it up. Like, I know that you always can't help yourself and you talk all the time, which, you know, that's also to Ellen Pompeo, which I think is special. Um, but anyway, so that's the, that's the setup to this clip, which if there's one moment from the 350th episode, besides the fact part at the end where I sobbed, it would be this. His oldest daughter is one of your patients, correct? You've treated her through the years, which means you most likely had to sign off on the adoption. Why was it held up? Do you know? What did I do? Uh, unfortunately, those things always have delays. I, uh, I mean, I see it all the time. It wasn't because Dr. Gray was briefly fired from Grace Sloan. Did Dr. Gray's insubordinate behavior almost cost her her daughter's adoption, Dr. Karev? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't see how her family life is relevant here. But she seems to be fairly cavalier about the law in both her professional and personal life, so I'd say it's relevant. In fact, she used her youngest daughter's identity to commit insurance fraud. Alan so. Brown, Farah Al-Azari, Deborah Green, and Sam Carter. Dr. Gray, we have your list of patient testimonies here. You don't need to repeat them. Those are the names of the spouses of every patient I've ever lost. I remember every single one of them. Okay. Um, thank you for that. You don't get to sit up there and ask questions about my daughter. If you want to take my license and make sure I never see another patient again, then you do that. But you have absolutely no right to ever mention my daughter's name because you are the one who killed her father. You don't remember me. But I remember you. As the coward who stood over my dying husband. You're gonna be fine. The love of my life, and you didn't even attempt to do burr holes after he failed to get him a head CT. Burr holes! We don't have time for a CT. I was doing burr holes as an intern. That one night should have cost you your entire career. But instead, you're sitting up here judging me? You don't deserve to judge anyone. Your Honor, if we could um, just take a short recess to evaluate the situation and see if Dr. Gray's conflict of interest is my conflict of interest my medical license should not be in this man's hands okay, he is dangerous okay, come on let's go. come on let's go let's go i want you to know that that man dies in that episode <laughs> literally the moment she walks away he has a seizure or a cardiac event i really can't remember what and then he just straight up dies <laughs> It's the best show. When he had like a seizure or cardiac, whatever, I was like, oh, come on. Like, I want to see this guy consciously have to like deal with the fallout of being served his whole dick on a platter by Meredith Grey. And instead, he just 
he just dies. He doesn't get to, uh, he doesn't have to deal with the fallout at all. Like I wanted that man to like lose his license, be kicked off the panel, et cetera, et cetera. But weirdly it ends up being like, because this guy died, like his vote doesn't count anymore. Uh, it's perfect. I'm really glad that someone suggested that at the end of the episode, so many patients come back from that she's saved, including a woman from the first episode ever. It's amazing. Okay. What's up next? Oh, someone suggested when Jackson stops April's wedding, which I am so surprised that we've never talked about that on the show. But um, this actually will be the first time that I've watched this in probably a few years. Um, I'm famously not like reliving the April hits, but that's just a me thing. Okay. Uh, I don't think I really need to set this up. She is marrying the Christian paramedic. Uh, and she, and all of her bridesmaids are like Meredith and Christina and stuff because she fired her sisters. Okay, cool. And take what's coming to you. April and Matthew's closest friends and family are here today to bear witness to their union. Will you promise to love and support their marriage in all the days to come? If so, please respond, we will. Now, I have known the two of you what? for quite some time. I'm sorry. Stand up. I'm happy to be here today, be able to do this for you. I April and Matthew, I have known the two of you for quite some time, and I'm happy to be here today. I love you, April. I always have. I love everything about you, even the things I don't like. I love. And I want you with me. I love you, and I think that you love me, too. Once upon a time there was light in you? the light But now there's only love in the dark Nothing I can say A total eclipse of the heart Stand up and take it Okay, the thing is that I do find that song extremely distracting, but I I understand the romance of standing up. I feel so bad for um, Stephanie. It's fine. <laughs> I know her name. It's fine. I was like Jerrica Hinton, Jerrica Hinton, Jerrica Hinton. I feel so bad for Stephanie Edwards, which is her character's name. Yeah, I don't know. I've been to so many weddings this fall and just it's like it's impossible to fathom. It's what that would be like that just be crazy at one point Karev um rolls his eyes which is precious to me um okay this next one is not one that is submitted by anyone on twitter but my friend alex lieberman <laughs> alex lieberman who we call lebo I've mentioned him on the podcast before it's fine he is watching for the first time and he uh texted me saying that he got like really emotional about this Owen scene and I was like dear lord what scene 
and it was this scene and I rewatched it and I, I like saw it with um with like new eyes so I just wanted to um to share it with everyone because it's I don't know I'm I I see a new I see a new light of course, I'm sorry doesn't always cut it. Maybe because we use it so many different ways. As a weapon, as an excuse. Nice work today. Nice work today. Seriously? I'm sorry? Run to my truck. You got O'Malley clipping bleeders and you're telling me to run to your truck. You know what my truck looks like, O'Malley doesn't, but that, that run you took, it saved the guy's life. Yeah, all day. All day you were teaching O'Malley and you ignored me. O'Malley wants to be a trauma surgeon. You've already declared cardio. I didn't do anything wrong today. I treated you like I would anyone else. I'm not like anyone else. Take care now? What is that? What are you like, you know, happy now? What What are you? You know, just a choke him and forget him kind of guy? Hey there now, take care now, nice working. What is this? It's my shrink. My shrink gave me these sentences. We, uh, we came up with them together. They're all three-word sentences, so I could have something to say to you instead of the three words that are... You're killing me. The three words that you know I feel, but I can't say them because it would be cruel to say them because I am no good for you. I don't want to torture you. I don't want to look at you longingly. But I know I can't be with you. So yeah, I'm smiling and I'm saying, take care now. I'm letting you off the hook. I'm trying, I'm trying so hard to let you off the hook. I'm trying to make it right. What I did to you, can't you see that? I'm just trying to make it right. Folks, it's a good scene. And I think it's okay for me to tell you that later, like three weeks after you watched this episode, Alex was getting off of a plane and a flight attendant said, take care now to him. And he got choked up. Oh, what a good person. My friend Alex, not Owen Hunt. I think Owen Hunt is a bad person, but I do think that that scene is good. Oh, I just see it with totally new eyes now. Also, Sandra O's performance in that scene is very, very good. I don't know if you could hear it, but I could see it. So, yeah. Okay, what else? Oh, okay. This next one. This is um one I would have never thought of. Someone wanted to talk about Nicole Herman waking up from surgery. So this is Gina Davis's character who has a brain tumor because it was really in a, a big, a big like time of brain tumors on Grays. Everyone had one. Amelia, other patients, Gina Davis, just to name a few. And Amelia does the surgery, I think, while having a brain tumor that she doesn't know about yet. Whatever. But like she's she's Arizona's mentor and 
when she wakes up from surgery, she is blind, but I don't think anyone knows that yet, except for maybe Amelia. Anyway, so this is the scene that uh, someone wanted us to talk about when she wakes up. This is season 11. Nicole. Mommy? Is that you, Mommy? <laughs> God, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Do you know where you are? The same place I always am. What's your name? Uh, that hasn't changed either. <clears throat> Squeeze my finger. Good? In here? Good. Gross motor function's intact. Mm. Follow the light, okay? How are you feeling? Shh. Hey, it's all right. It's okay. I'm okay. You got it all, didn't you? Edwards, did she get all of it? <clears throat> yeah. She got all of it. Hey, no crying in here. Crybaby's out. Dr. Hunt? Dr. Weber. Gentlemen, looking good. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> so far, so good. Uh, we're glad to hear it. Dr. Shepard did an amazing job. Yeah, yeah. I brought the tumor. That made her look pretty good. <laughs> Give us a second, would you? Robbins and I have some work. Yeah. Why don't we step outside? Give them a moment. I will be back soon. We will need a full workup. Yes, ma'am. Good to have you back. Tell me about Glenda Castillo. Um, Glenda is recovering well, and uh, she's still pregnant. The baby's doing well, too. I knew I picked the right horse. Please stop calling me a horse. Uh, I knew it. I knew you would not let me down. I had no doubt. Can you see anything? Anything at all? No, nothing. Completely blind. You better not be crying. I'm not. Are you all right? I don't know. It'll take a while to sink in. I don't think you're going to want to be around me when it does. That will be ugly. I will be. If you want me to, I'll You're missing help. the point. You're so thick, Robbins. You're always just to the left of the point. The point is, I'm going to get to figure it out. Something is going to happen next. The point is, I'm alive. And I wouldn't be if you hadn't been such a pain in my ass. Scene. Wow, 
thank you so much to the person who submitted that. That that was that's really good. The music gets a little overly dramatic at the end, but I'll over I'll overlook it because basically someone was just like, do that I picked the right horse scene with Nicole Horman. I was like, what is that? But I did some research and I tracked it down and yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um okay, I'm gonna end with a fun scene that was requested, which was um, the dermatology episode, um, which is like season five, I think. It's very fun. Uh, I couldn't even, it was hard to choose what dermatology scene would be best, but I think this one is the right one. God, so good. Here we go. What happened? He paged me 911. I'm in the middle of studying for Holland's pulmonary autograph. I don't see an emergency. There are residents. That one picked a seven-layer cake for that one's birthday from scratch. Oh, 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 and, and that one? That one's a girlfriend is taking him skiing this weekend. Oh, this one's the best. Okay, this one gets to leave to go get a facial. And she told her attending. And her attending was happy because they have to have facials. Oh my god. The hospital has hired someone to rub them full time. I bet their boyfriends don't go digging around in their closets without asking. <laughs> Never. Oh, I told Han I knew how to do a coronary artery reanastomosis. <laughs> you don't. I know. I looked it up at the kid's age. He's got tiny little arteries. Okay, you know what? Um, snag me some of those grapes there. I'll teach you. Oh, and then find Dr. Daisy Petman. Ask her for a suture kit and a 7-0 polypropylene. Dr. Daisy Petman. She's a resident. She pours fruity drinks. Because she has time for that kind of thing. And I like saying her name. So, was that hyphenated or did her parents name her Daisy? And no, 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 no mocking. There is no mocking in Durham. Only warmth and light. Perfect scene. It is a perfect scene. I like in the first <laughs> I like in the first time when Christina goes down there and they reveal that there's like a different massage therapist for the residents than there is for the attendings, and that they just like massage one one hand while they do something with the other hand. Like that's I would be so freaked out <laughs> if I went to the dermatologist and like there just was like this other guy who was like in scrubs. So he looked <laughs> like he was also like, I don't know. <laughs> That's one where you can't dig too deep on the logic scale. <laughs> but if you kind of just skim the surface, it's really, really good um, scene. Okay. That is the end of, uh, the scenes that you all requested a uh, short little episode this week short little episode next week um thank you so much for listening and thank you for telling me scenes that you wish we had discussed i'm so glad that i got to watch them in by myself <laughs> just in here uh yeah okay i'll see you next week thanks so much for listening forever dog this has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.